This is KDXI St. George, Radio St. George at 100.3. And we welcome to the stage the Karaoke Brothers, Kevin Fry from The Senior Saver and Tyler Hunsaker from Hash House of Go-Go, talking and interviewing only noteworthy guests from St. George. That's karaoke with the C. Here are the Karaoke Brothers. Tequila. Okay. We're off and running, right? Oh, man. This time we have Tyler's microphone on. It's working. Yeah. Well, it was working live. I feel like but... I need to put my shades on today so you don't recognize me oh, anymore. Oh, man. That last week's Wear screw up. Wear sunglasses at night, yeah, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have uh, Mike Miller here with us today. Yeah. He's a friend of yours, I know. Maybe you want to introduce him. Yeah, I would love to. Uh, Mike Miller with the Alzheimer's Foundation. Association, I'm sorry. And uh, so we were able to collaborate and uh, do a purple bash that uh, brought awareness and to help fight the disease. You and Hash House? Yeah, Hash mm-hmm. House Go Go yeah. and uh, the Alzheimer's Association came together and we had a purple bash. Had a lot of fun. We had a band over at the mall. We had chip and putt. We had uh, axe throwing. We had all sorts of things. I mean, it really. When was appealed. that? I- uh, that was what? Do you remember? September. Oh, of course he does. <laughs> yeah, it's right on the tip of my tongue. Yeah, I know. Back in <laughs> September. Yeah. I know. It's a good thing he's here. Exactly. Yeah. He's helping me out. Um, but so it was something that they had a walk to end uh, Alzheimer's here at the new, uh, you did it at the new Dixie State uh, Human Performance Center, right? Well, that's this year. Last year, we were at the St- Trailblazer Stadium. See, I'm getting ahead of myself. Oh, see, uh, I see into the future. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't look at my past Savant. anymore. Yeah, Savant. I like that. <laughs> look into the, the future. But um, I've just always been impressed with Mike and how he's been able to bring this uh, association and this uh, disease that really affects probably so many one in three. Yeah, one in three, eighty-five and older. Yes, yeah. and it's uh, impacting lots of family members as well. Yeah. So, but I th- before we get too far, Tyler, yeah, we, don't we wanna... can't forget about the Karaoke Brothers' introduction to the show. That's true. Yeah, we don't want to get too far before we get a little karaoke in there. So. That's well, it's it's always the best <laughs> icebreaker. That's why I wore my Hawaiian shirt today. Uh, I think. Yeah. What do you think? I think, Mike, what is one song that plays over and over in your mind? In your head. What's, yeah. what's the song that's been playing in your head? Everyone has a song ready, to play in their head usually. You're getting ready this morning. Oh, boy. Yeah. You know, you're getting ready for the day. What is that song that's that's just pulling at your heartstrings? What is that song? Yeah. The, the, you're just throwing that on me right <laughs> yeah. now, right? Yeah. Well, that's what we do. We like yeah. to really shock you. Yeah, <laughs> that's good. I, I should have listened up early. Okay, so I'm going to go with a Glenn Campbell song. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, let's go with a Glenn Campbell song. What song? And let's go with. Um, uh, he's got a lot of great songs. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm going to go with something mellow, and uh, let's go with "By the Time I Get to Phoenix." By the time I get to Phoenix, there it goes. You'll be sleeping. Wait, wait, wait. That, was that his version? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know. No, he. <laughs> see, that's what we do. If we don't know the song, <laughs> he just makes it up on the okay, fly. Good. That's that's what but I like. But he has the tune. He had the he, tune going. Yeah, he did. So. Glenn Campbell. You got this one? Uh, no, I don't <laughs> know that song. Okay. No. You don't know that song? Mm-mm. I'd have to hear it. I am the lineman for the county. Know that one? Nice. Yeah. You are a CMA See, yeah. kind of a guy. See, he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I'd, but Tyler's always got something in his head. What do you always. got, pal? You know. What do you got? James Taylor oh, has yeah? been on my mind mm-hmm. lately. Yeah. Lay, lady, lay. <laughs> lay across my big brass bed. <laughs> you know, that's, that's been the song. 
Yeah. That's it, the song. It doesn't get any worse than this, Mike. It's it okay. really doesn't. Yeah. You've so hit an all-time low. It's uphill from now. Well, that's okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It only goes, gets better from here. But, uh, that's awesome. What, what about you, Kevin? I, I know me? there's something that you know you have something floating else? around there. I don't know. I mean, uh, I don't. There's. I'm always have music in my head, but I I like the Glenn Campbell stuff. I love Glenn Campbell. He's I, he's awesome. I, and since I've already sung some of it, I feel like we're done. <laughs> you know. He always weasels out of it, but that's <laughs> fine. Yeah, I'm kind of used to that with him. Yeah, but that's good. Yeah, I'm a weasel. Yeah, <laughs> that's important. Yeah. So, Mike, let's hear a little bit more about the Alzheimer Association and and how you've brought it more. More relevance because I really didn't know anything about it until I met him one day at I think it was a chamber event. Could have been. Yeah, we yeah. just. But you connected. know what? Before he gets there, I would like to know the difference if there is one between Alzheimer's and dementia. Can you explain that to us you so our audience that. knows? Yep, and and people sometimes interchange the terms. Dementia is an umbrella term, just like cancer is. Mm-hmm. If you have cancer, you have some type of cancer. Which one is it? So if you have dementia, what type of dementia is it? And there's more than 24 dozen ty- 24 types of dementia. Huh. Alzheimer's is the most prominent, being about 60 to 80% of dementia cases. So the umbrella wow. is dementia. <clears throat> yes, sir. And then Alzheimer's comes as one of the 24. Right. So why do we hear so much about Alzheimer's? Because it makes up 60 to 80% of dementia of people diagnosed with dementia. So it's the biggest part of the market share. And um, sometimes people say, well, my uh, uncle's got dementia, but uh, doesn't have Alzheimer's. Yeah. Well, that may be true, (laughs) but you need a diagnosis or a doctor to give you some advice. People obviously don't quite understand that like you do. And and we are today. We're going to understand it completely, yeah, that's, are we not? That, that's what I love about this yeah. show. It's uh, only noteworthy guests. Yeah. <laughs> I like right. that. I like that. Yeah. With a capital N, noteworthy Yeah, yeah exactly. So getting back to your other question now, now that we know what that is, uh, dementia yeah. versus Alzheimer's, go ahead. So you've, brought, you've done a lot for Alzheimer's. Um, so can you explain a little bit more about what the Alzheimer's Association does and how it, sure. how it affects? We, we've got a three-prong attack. And, you know, what we try and do is get out and educate and support anyone affected by the disease. So that could be the individual, could be the family member, could be extended family. Uh, This is one of those diseases that does not just impact one person. Three to one unpaid caregivers for each person with dementia. This is unpaid because it's a 24-7 challenge. People aren't sleeping at night. They wander around during the day. They repeat the same sentence 72 times. And if you're a caregiver, you are burning out. It's physically demanding, mentally challenging. So getting that education out there, how to be a better caregiver, how to take care of yourself so you don't need a caregiver, that's all part of that education dynamic. So, you know, supporting anyone affected by the disease is important. Research is huge also. This disease was discovered back in 1905. Here we are more than 100 years later. No way to cure it. No way to slow it down. Come on. It's it's the only top 10 disease with with no cure in in the world. And, um, you know, we're starting to look at lifestyle issues on top of the pharmaceutical uh, remedies. Impact. You know, Mm -hmm. that, that help mask symptoms and keep people under control. But Lifestyle is coming on as a big uh, research issue for us. So we promote research heavily. 
And um, this is worldwide research. We're a champion. We're the biggest non-fund. We're the biggest nonprofit fund of research in the world. Yeah. And then uh, advocacy. You know, we advocate. We we try and change policy and make more people aware of the disease, the impact, and public policy arena. What what goes on? How do we reach those people that are out in rural areas, bring services into communities, and make sure that healthcare professionals are looking at this disease in the right way. Can you tell me a little bit about uh, the social impact that this disease has on families? I mean, I hear stories all the time. You know, someone's got um, dementia or Alzheimer's, a form of dementia, yep. and uh, the elderly person, generally speaking, an elderly person is out wandering the neighborhood, and they don't know where they went. I mean, what, tell us a little bit about the impact that it has on families. So in the family setting, and, and I had about four calls last week that I'm following up on this week where family members could be spread out all over the country. They could mm-hmm. be living right next door or in the same house. So the individual with the uh, Alzheimer's is going to go through phases of life, and they're not going to get better. Mm-hmm. So it's like that frog in the pot. We don't really know there's change going on, and we don't realize that things are getting worse. We don't realize the impact on ourselves, the stress of trying to care for somebody 24-7 can be horrendous. Right. Then, as the individual progresses and they start to forget people's names and the relationships, how does that make you feel if you've been married for 50 years? You don't remember your wife or yeah. husband. Yeah, children. Yeah. So Kids. It's the disease where you lose the loved one twice. Yeah. First, mentally, and then secondly, physically. Mm-hmm. Often, the caregiver suffers more because they are dealing with that. They're hurt. They, they are hurt. Yeah. They're feeling all those things and deal with it. Whereas the person with the dementia may not remember much, and they're just kind of moving mm-hmm. around, working through their day, not remembering a whole lot. They're kind so. of like the altered state person. You know, yes, it's sir. like sometimes if somebody's drunk or something like that, then the people around them are impacted very yes. much. Is it kind of similar to that a little bit? A little bit, because that, you know, and, and the circle stretches out. So the mm-hmm. individual with the dementia could have unpredictable behaviors. They could be eccentric. They could be... Um, very affected by environmental noise and get anxious. They might wake up at night. The wandering issue, uh, Kevin, you mentioned that. Yeah. So um, somebody says, well, my loved one hasn't, isn't wandering right now. Right. Well, that's great. They're yeah. Not wandering For now, now, but yeah, when will they? Now. <laughs> yeah. So one out of, uh, no, eight out of 10 will wander. Mm-hmm. Who have eight also, out of 10. Yeah. They wow. just open the door and off they go. And off they go. So will they walk? Will they drive? We were able to uh, push through the legislature the silver alert last session, mm-hmm. which is sort of like a, an amber alert for seniors. Yeah, That allows fantastic. first responders to geographically say, okay, Joe Smith from this address wandered as of this point. Now, if they're driving, they will extend that throughout the state. So in about the first six months of that being uh, part of the system, 35 people were found. And that's wow, pretty helpful. really? Um, fantastic. So that's people great. that wander... They get in their car. The first guy that was found was from up in Orem. He drove more than fifteen hundred miles and went through three states so before he was tracked ju- down. So if you drive fifteen hundred miles, you have to fill your car up like five times. Yeah. So I mean, how does that, what is that? How does that work? Well, the family didn't quite know where he was, so mm-hmm. they couldn't put a stop on the credit card. And then he had enough cash in his wallet to pay for additional gas. Huh. And he just looked like a regular customer yeah, going in, just traveling, traveling, and. What's fortunate is he didn't go the wrong way on the highway right. or any of those other And that things. happens sometimes, yeah. too? Oh, yes. Because been... they forget how they're supposed to drive a car? Yeah, because they, 
you know, the memory of driving is fine, mm-hmm. but the logic and reflexes are, are yeah, gone. are kind of gone. Huh, yeah. that's wow. interesting. Yeah. Pretty scary. Tyler, have you had any experience with anyone in the family that... No, kind of when, kind of whenever I hear Alzheimer's or dementia, I think of the movie Notebook. Oh, yeah? Right? Because, I mean, yeah. that's a classic case. Not that I've ever seen the movie, but... <laughs> oh, wait <laughs> yeah, a minute. Sure, I'm sure you yeah. have, Tyler. You just don't remember. For the hundredth time, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. I don't want to cry again. I told myself I wouldn't cry again. <laughs> um, but it, Tyler's the biggest boob, man. I, I really tell am. You. He's I'm like... A, he used to be a bouncer. Tyler's yeah. like a bouncer. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I can't imagine, like, I, he's kicking somebody out with tears in his eyes. Like, <laughs> just get out, man. Just come on. I don't want to hurt you. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so. You know, it's, it's, it's not about that. It's about the emotions. But yeah. we'll get into that in another session. Right. But Alzheimer's and, and why I got involved with Mike is is because it, it really does affect so many people yeah, it does. that you know somebody that has this mm-hmm. or you know a loved one or somebody you care about, they're dealing with it. So any way that we can be better in, informed yeah, to, help to support them, yeah. them you know, right. I, I just think it's a great thing to know. And, and that's, that's really what I think the Karaoke Brothers are about. Yeah. We're about being informed mm-hmm. and singing great songs. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's right. Really what, what else is about. there? What else is there? I, I don't think much, to be honest. <laughs> okay. but. Well, uh, Mike, uh, the other question I had is people talk a lot about early onset Alzheimer's. And then also in connected to that, what things have they found scientifically that, that maybe help prevent early onset Alzheimer's? Can you talk to us about that a little bit? Sure can. And, and, and so there's a category. If, if you're diagnosed with Alzheimer's under age 65. Mm-hmm. That's so, considered early? That That's early. Okay. That's the the benchmark, the uh, the hurdle uh, to get by. And so that's where that term comes in. So that could be as young as late 20s or 30s. Mm-hmm. That's a very small portion of individuals. So there are some people in their late 20s and 30s that have Alzheimer's. Yes. Huh. Very unfortunate. And, you wow. know, somebody in their 50s, prime of their life, kids just starting college, still working, still at home, and start to have some cognitive decline, and then they're diagnosed with, with Alzheimer's. So now what do we do? Yeah. And it's a slow progressing disease. Typically at that point, there's there's types of uh, dementia that are a little bit more aggressive, like Lewy bodies, uh, dementia. I mean, that could be five, six, seven, eight months. Oh, really? Could be a little longer. Huh. But, but often the disease is showing itself, but not recognized. I see. People can mask symptoms. It's not picked up. It might have been showing for six, eight, 12, 18 months. Mm-hmm. And now that we've been diagnosed, now we start going into the, the care plan. So early onset is before 65. And what was part two of your question, boy? You're just, you've done some research. I appreciate well, that. Well, I'm just, you know, I'm thinking about it. I'll probably forget what I just said because he's I have early onset Alzheimer's. Yeah, well, we can check out the tape. But yeah. I mean, I, I guess <laughs> one of the questions I had is what are the warning oh, yes, signs? Warning what are the warning signs? signs? And then also I'd like to know what percentage of, of these Alzheimer's group are early onset versus later on. Okay. So about 200,000 people in America have been diagnosed with the uh, the young onset, the early onset. 200,000, wow. Out of the 5.8 million. 5.8 million people in America. are lost wandering around the neighborhood. Yes, sir. Is that, is that right? Yeah. Wow, 5.8 million people. That's quite a few. Yeah. And that number's projected to grow. And 
It's, wow. it's, you know, just looking at figures, it's the sixth leading cause of death in the United States. And why is that? What, what happens to them? O- old age, comorbidity mm-hmm. comes in. You might have Alzheimer's and maybe you've got diabetes. Yeah. Well, now, how do you remember what medications to take? All right. That's if you're all by diet. yourself, you don't have any help. Right. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, in late stage of uh, Alzheimer's, you're unable to breathe, eat. Those functions just yeah. aren't possible because your brain is not working well. So you may not die exactly from Alzheimer's, but something else, it's comorbidities coming into play. Hmm. So very, very tragic. Um, These people that are those 200,000. Okay, the mm-hmm. people like myself, you know, I'm not 65 yet, Tyler. I know you You're think 50, I probably, though, no, so. I'm I'm in there. I'm in there. So, but what what should I be concerned about? Is are there dietary things that I can, you know, that can help me prevent, you know, forgetting what I'm supposed to say right now? Yeah. I mean, tell me what I should do. So, we've all heard what keeps the body healthy. Apples. Apples, Apples and pears. Yes, pears. Carrots. Eating at hash house, all those kind of things. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> eating at hash house. Well, that's a given. <laughs> yeah, well, stay we away from the bar. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. That, that I don't is know. right. Stay is away from true? the bar. But let's look at some things anybody <laughs> yeah. any age can keep track of. Being active. Yeah. Being physically so physically active. active getting active, exercise. Getting exercise. How, how much exercise are they recommending? Uh, enough to get your heart beating, not just a slow walk. That's not that great. And how many times a week? Like three times a week, four times Ooh. a week? Now you're putting me on the spot. Yeah, like that. But I'd I like say that. three. Rapid fire. Yeah, three right. three to just, five times a week. Get out I'll and be active. It. Get okay. the heart beating. Get the Go oxygen hiking. flowing. More oxygen brings uh, more blood flow, brings more oxygen to your brain. And cool. you want healthy brain. Hypertension. Less Stress. Stress. You know what? You can drive a car at 7,000 RPMs for how long? Uh, I don't know. It depends on the car. Depends on the car. <laughs> but for a short time, no yeah. problem. Easy answer. Right. So if your mm-hmm. brain's on stress, it's firing at seven, 8,000 RPMs. Okay, do that for a little while, but That's not day in and day out. All that extra stress starts wow. wearing down the brain. And that's not good. So doctors say, I mean, if you do have a stressful job, which a lot of us do, I mean, I'm not saying that's me, Tyler. No, it's definitely not it's you. It's not me. Yeah, it's I, definitely not you. But, I mean, I have been in situations before where I've been under a lot of stress. Okay. And and so you're saying diet, diet. right, is going to help with that. Diet you're saying help. exercise is going to help with that. Mm-hmm. Are there other things? I mean, have they done, I mean, there's a lot of talk about CBD and that kind of, that sort of thing. Any of that come into play? Not that we will um, recommend adopt and say this is has vetted scientific uh, and, and medical research. What we do like to say when somebody's come up with a new solution that sounds promising, let's put it through yeah, the rigorous it. scientific method. Oh, I see. Duplicate. I know. just want to try it. Well, <laughs> you're on your own for that one. Yeah. Um, he can't give a stamp of approval. <laughs> no. But I mean, are there medications out there that that help this? I know you said. It's been since 1905 that they first found this, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and now is there treatment for it? Shock therapy, maybe that's what yeah. That is. What can we no do? No shock therapy, but there's um, about <laughs> they stopped that in the 30s. Yeah, they stopped. Uh, yes, yeah, thank probably. goodness. So treatments these days medically help manage the symptoms. Okay, and that's that's all they do. They don't cure the disease. They're not going to slow it down. There's but no think, cure. No cure. So you're at home, and your loved ones always waking up at night. Or they're getting very irritated and starting screaming and, and they're just irritable and running around. Medication could help control those symptoms. I see. And I've been in rooms and, you know, 10 people, only one had positive effect from the medication. It, it's very unusual. And sometimes that, that help may only be good for 6, 
12, 18 months or more, and then no more effect. So medications wow. can provide some relief, could be short-term, could be, could be long-term. And, you know, that all comes through uh, meeting with your physician, talking over the yeah. different medications that are already mm-hmm. being taken and finding the right uh, mix. I've heard that there's some research out there about music. This is great. Yeah, right? I'm going to hire you. You're coming on staff. What is with this guy? He does nothing all day except research. I just think about stuff. uh, He really does. You should see his Facebook page. And hope that certain women (laughs) fall in love with me. That's all. That's because I'm single, which is probably going to bring on early onset Alzheimer's. (laughs) Exactly. That that could. That could. Let's hope not. (laughs) I'm going to find you wandering here soon. (laughs) Okay. So, yeah, music. Tell me about that because I was involved with some people who they play the organ. Okay. And there was some research, you know, that if they, you learn a musical instrument or there's music that's playing, sometimes it can jog memories, all kinds of things. Is that true? Oh, it's totally true. There's a whole dynamic. It's called music and memories. Mm. And they'll put together playlists for individuals. Could be classical, could be rock, could be Glenn Miller. And they'll put those on iPods. Yeah. You ever heard of Glenn Miller? How about the Karaoke yeah. Brothers? Yeah, yeah. You know? you know? Let's do Moon Knight Sonata, something like <laughs> They'll that. They'll want to forget us. Yeah. Um, <laughs> anyway. So music can jog the memories. I mean, I've seen videos of individuals that have been very sedate, almost comatose in bed really? or in a wheelchair. We pop the music on, and in about five seconds, they're rocking to the they're tune. They're remembering it, they're the words. They're remembering. They're even speaking. And it's phenomenal. Isn't so that something? That so, memory, so they get to the point where they're not speaking, they're listening to music, and now they're starting to speak? Does that happen? I, I've seen it. Is that right? It's it's phenomenal. Wow. So the music it's like that movie Awakenings. Is, yeah. See, we can, yeah, there's a lot of different stuff. Yeah. Right. Music is the key to the heart and soul of many individuals. That's wow. why we're the karaoke brothers. There That's you why go. we're the karaoke You're brothers. reaching out. We have a lot of, deep. yeah, whatever songs he doesn't know, I probably know. <laughs> yeah, he knows most of them. Yeah. Except for he's a rapper, too, and that's crazy. I think mm, I don't know if that would bring rapper. any memories back. That's the problem. Yeah, that's a little, little new, <laughs> Bad memories. Bad. No, good memories. Really? Good memories for you. Well, I won a karaoke contest yeah. for $1,000 yeah. by rapping. Is that right? Yeah. I believe that. I've yeah. watched him do it. It's yeah. crazy. There's it's crazy. like three people And you, in you the house. cannot have Alzheimer's to know rap because you have to know so many words and the timing. It's crazy. That's that would be good too. therapy right there. That could be. There's yeah. dancing, there's singing, there's all yeah. sorts of things. It's a one one man show, really. Mike, we've got <laughs> the time just flies when we it get really on this. It really does. Thing. 25 minutes. We have 2 minutes and 30 seconds oh, left. All right. Give us the lowdown on if someone in their family has Alzheimer's or dementia, dementia with Alzheimer's or whatever. Yes, sir. Tell us what they should be thinking and doing right now to help them. And what's the, what are the steps? One of the steps is to look at our website, alz.org. Okay. Super easy. Greatest website for this type of uh, engagement, alz.org. On that website, you'll start to look at some resources and be connected to professionals that can help you through the journey, help with diagnosis, understanding the disease, how to interact at home. I like to talk about a language of Alzheimer's. And what is that about? Being innovative and adaptive and able to work in any circumstance and never saying to the person, you're wrong. Because how they're acting and talking is their reality, mm-hmm. and you just have to learn how to work in that reality. Mm-hmm. Even if they say they hate you, you say, Mary, I love you, and you give them a hug. Yeah. Bring them out of that bad sense they're mm-hmm. in because it's the disease and not the person. Right. So you, you want to remember that. It's the disease and not the person. Check out our website. And we have some ways you can get involved. We have a walk right here in St. George coming up on October 10th. 
Are you involved in that, Tyler? Always. Okay. We just yeah. got the date a few days ago, and fantastic. we'll be at the HPC Human Performance Center, the Wonderful. fantastic new uh, space there at Dixie State to kick it off. Yeah. That's where we get hundreds of people together. We talk about those who we've lost. We celebrate those that are walking with us, and we bring a lot of awareness to families and uh the community about the disease because that's where that awareness comes in with healthcare providers, families, even young people, so they can know how to, uh, you know, speak with grandma or grandpa who might be going through this uh, disease. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 such seems like such a tragedy when it happens in families. So it's good yeah. to know that there's a support system. Mm-hmm. The Alzheimer's Association is really designed to support those who are maybe helping those with Alzheimer's, correct? Totally, yeah. and also those uh, who actually have the disease. Correct? Yes. Okay. Yes. Well, Mike Miller, time. thank you so, so much. That yeah. time My just pleasure. blew. Thank you My too. gosh, yeah. just like it, did. it didn't uh, exist. And from all of our audience and us here in studio, thanks, Mike. Appreciate My it. My pleasure. Thank thanks. you, we guys. We appreciate you doing it. Take care, everybody. Next time. Tequila. You've been listening to the Karaoke Brothers, Kevin Fry and Tyler Hunsaker. Watch and listen again on Facebook or YouTube, Spotify, and RadioStGeorge.com. Till next time, this has been the Karaoke Brothers with a C.